Welcome to Business Buzz. This is Harold Littlejohn, CPA, here on another beautiful Chico day. Very glad to be uh, up and running in a springtime uh, weather situation. It's really nice. I have been, of course, in the middle of my tax season, so it's been super busy for me. One of the things I'm planning for that I wanted to talk to you about today, I have a really uh, interesting guest that's going to share a lot of great information and experiences. But early on today, what I want to talk about is I have a seminar that's being put together, and I'm going to go ahead and announce it right now. The title of the seminar is uh, the Cryptocurrency Investment Seminar. It will be April 24th, 6 to 9 p.m., and it's going to be at Unwind at 980, which is the new restaurant uh, with the meeting room next door, pretty much on the corner of Mangrove and Palmetto. And that is uh, what we've been working on. Now, I haven't got all the marketing yet. I'm going to be sending out an email to all my clients and contacts. But basically what it is is you're going to have three hours that it's going to include dinner also, you're going to be educated when you have the question, what is Bitcoin? How do I get started? How do I, what's the process of getting into this whole idea of the cryptocurrencies? There's way too much that I can discuss right now to get into it over the uh, first few minutes of the show here. But I want you to think about all the, the opportunities you may be missing if you don't learn about cryptocurrencies at this earlier time. Now, I say earlier because there are some people who have begun this seven or eight years ago. Most of the ones that I've been in contact with that have been in it for a while have made a large sum of money. This seminar is not promising that you're going to make a large sum of money, of course. It's going to give you the nuts and bolts and direct activities and actions that you can take to become knowledgeable about the actual world of the cryptocurrency world. And it's much more than just Bitcoin. It's expanding. As of right now, the prices of these cryptocurrencies are in a low point. But if you look at a chart of, for instance, Bitcoin, which is kind of the the most famous of the cryptocurrencies, that chart shows that it's had three or four dips in the last 10 years that have been 90% declines. So this latest dip of about 60% could be a buying opportunity. Like I say, I will not be telling you what to buy and when, but we will be educating you. We have a team of expert knowledge here, and I'm just sort of the, uh, I'm going to be the uh, host of the seminar. So I want you to get ready for April 24th at 6 o'clock, And keep that on your calendar because I'll be giving you more details as we go along. And I just want you to know that there's a way that you can easily stay local and learn what you need to know about the world of cryptocurrency investing. I am here today with my guest, Ariel Golden. She is an author. She has a lot of experience. She's had a lot of life-changing experience that she herself has basically learned a lot. Uh, It's kind of alternative medicine. I'm not going to speak for her right now because I am going to learn a lot too while we talk, but she is in the process of writing a book that basically teaches about this whole big journey she's been on that has to do with health and a lot of business experience also. She is also part of the Chico Mastermind Writers Group that if you go to meetup.com, if you're a local author, check out my meetup group. It's a lot of fun, and we meet a lot of interesting people. So today I'm going to introduce Ariel, and we're going to talk to her about a lot of different subjects. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Real good. Good. <laughs> so, so, so many thanks for coming here today. It's been a it's been a long day for me, but that's just this time of year. So that's true. My that's day true. job keeps me super busy between now and the middle of April, of course. But So I wanted to introduce you. Now, you, you've you had a lot of different experience in your business career. 
But part of it, I just wanted to kind of start off with you know, the fact that you, because this is something that I'm interested in doing. I just mentioned the cryptocurrency seminar mm -hmm. that I'm going to be uh, hosting in the end of April. You have been a speaker and seminar leader uh, for a lot of years. Uh, tell us about some of the th topics and the the places you went. Uh, fill us in on how that part of your career was. Oh, well, I, actually, I, I traveled all over the country and a couple times even to England uh, doing uh, one- and two-day business seminars. And the focus was my, my field is communication, my degrees in, in communication and theater arts. And so I was doing... Uh, how to how to communicate with difficult people, uh, business writing and uh, advertising. How to put together you know some formulas of how to put together uh, you know brochures and flyers and things that the, everybody needs. And so all different types of all different forms, yeah, wow. and all different forms of communication. And that even included stress reduction because a lot of times how we communicate causes our stress or right, <laughs> right. we can reduce it through it. So, and you mentioned yeah. that Fred Pryor seminars, you worked for them mm -hmm. and I, they're, they're a large worldwide kind of organization. Or yeah, that, yeah. 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 So I, I worked for Fred Pryor and I also worked for national seminars and I think they've all merged now with uh, Skillpath, or I don't know. They've all they're, right. There's they're some all, giant organization. Yeah, they, now. they're all back in Kansas, and they're all yeah. like merging together. <laughs> I, I just I still get mail from Fred Pryor, and I just mm -hmm. saw one the other day that looks really interesting. So yeah. I kept that on my desk so I can try to maybe sign up for that one uh, when it comes in in April or May. So and you also you've worked in the radio and television world also. Uh, as a producer of uh, shows, was that in mm -hmm. Southern California? Um, well, no, actually, after I graduated from college, I, I went on a little trip to Hawaii to visit my aunt, and I ended up staying four years. Oh, that's lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and so I worked at several radio stations there. And I left, worked in a talk station, you know, where I did traffic and producing. And then I, I worked at some music stations and you know, and then it was time to come back to California. Right. <laughs> a lot of people go to Hawaii hoping to find a way to stay, but it's not always able to be done. Yeah, it's you it's know. it's not easy, you know, because it's a, it's an expensive place to live. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, a lot of the the your the book that you're working on, you've actually gone through a lot of personal changes with your health and your diet, and I know that's that's kind of a large part of the book, but. Uh, are you sort of, uh, you have some good advice for people as far as maybe the alternative medicine idea? You found mm -hmm. that regular medicine wasn't always helpful at times? Yeah, well, Western medicine has its place. I mean, I wouldn't be alive today if it wasn't for Western medicine because after all the crazy diets that I was on all, all those years, I, you know, it, it, uh, it killed off my gallbladder. And so that had to be removed. And, you know, and so, you know, I've just been on one thing after another. And right. There's what, certain things you have to have regular medical for. Right. right yeah. Right. But I was just feeling so bad. And um, my job on the road doing seminars was so stressful. I mean, you get up at five in the morning, you get everything ready and set up, you teach your seminar, you pack up, and then you drive two hours to the next seminar location and it starts all over again. Right. It was very stressful. So I was just a mess. I really was. <laughs> right. And I literally thought I was going to die or something because the doctors would take tests. No, nothing wrong, nothing wrong, but I'm so sick. I'm so sick. Right. So I realized, well, I've got to do it myself. And that's when I came to realize that I couldn't compartmentalize my life. Like I couldn't keep my spiritual, religious, you know, whatever you, you know, you want to call it, you know, that part of me apart from business, you can't, you know, and that was part of it that was happening. It's like, okay, we need to combine all of this and just start really tuning in. And so I just, started listening to my body because nobody else was helping me and every every diet was a failure and everybody says well do this do that do something else and it didn't work for me and I, I've really found that there's no one diet or one way for anyone it's we need to at least I found I needed to tune in to me and see what worked for me I mean there could be something wonderful that works for you but won't work for me now you also mentioned yeah. that you one of the ways you helped with your diet process was to start some elimination ideas of certain things. Was that 
part yeah. of the start of the process? Yeah, that was the start. It was like, well, okay, everything I'm doing isn't working, so let's try something else. So I started limiting things like artificial sweeteners because everybody said those are bad for you. Right. And I was addicted to Diet Coke at the time, so I got, got rid of that. And that right. was not so easy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so I got past that, and then it was like, well, you know, I'm feeling a little better. Should I try something else? And everybody was talking that time about gluten. And I said, well, okay, let me give that a try. So I started eliminating it, and it was like, well, I'm feeling better. And even though at the time I wasn't really eliminating, eliminating any amount of food that I was eating, but it was like weight started dropping off. And then my appetite started to decrease because I wasn't eating foods that were triggering me to want to eat more. And so it just became a process of... Uh, Sort of Asking. trial and error a little bit. Yeah. Like you'll try certain things, and then if you don't have extra appetite, maybe mm-hmm. that was the one that satiated your appetite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can tell now if I eat something that I know, yeah, that doesn't work so well for me. It's like it usually will trigger me to want to suddenly, like, eat everything in sight. And it's like, oh, okay, you know. Right. I, okay, now I know what's going on. And so I can, uh, you know, and I just... Just say, well, I don't want to eat those things anymore. I mean, I, I love ice cream. I, I, that's just one of my great pleasures in life. But I had to give up dairy. And I, I waited. That was the last one. You know, I didn't want to give it up because I, I love dairy. Right. right. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's delicious. <laughs> it is, you know. And I didn't want to give it up, but it was like, okay, I cut out everything. And then I said, well, I'll cut out everything but butter because I love butter, you know. Right. <laughs> and I just realized, come on, this isn't working. Right. So, okay, so I cut it all out. And then I would get these this wild craving for ice cream and i would just be obsessed with ice cream you can't have you can't have it. and i said look stop if my body wants ice cream i'm gonna have ice cream so i went out and had as much ice cream as i wanted and i just lived it up and i got so ill right. <laughs> i felt so horrible it afterwards wasn't right for you it wasn't right for me right. you know and i realized well okay so I didn't have any cravings for it for a long time. And then all of a sudden I got a little craving and I said, well, go for it. And I went for it, got sick again. And now it's like, I don't really crave regular ice cream anymore. Cause it just right away, my body tells me immediately, I don't want that. Now the, the interesting thing with your mentioning the spirituality, trying to be maybe separate didn't mm-hmm. work too well. Yeah. Were you a religious, did you grow up in a religious setting or were you, spiritual when you were younger yeah you know my family you know we grew up with religion and then um and then when i was in hawaii i had some really strange spiritual experiences part of it was connected actually to a diet where i almost killed myself because i wasn't eating anything were you referred by someone to do that diet well it started by accident and this is this goes to the prejudice toward overweight people I was overweight, been overweight all my life, you know, and I had a cold, went to a doctor, and I said, oh, I'm just so sick, I can't get near food, food makes me nauseated, it says, oh, good, don't eat, you're, 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 you can just le- stop eating for yeah, a while. stop eating, you, you don't need to eat, you're overweight, you know, <laughs> yeah, so, okay. <laughs> was that an MD that said that? Yes, <laughs> okay. yes, and then, so, like, two weeks later, okay, I was over the cold, but I still couldn't go near food, I kept, every time I get near food, or even smell it, I'd get nauseated. Hmm. And I told him, he says, well, okay, go for a little while longer, you know. And then it, it got to like 40 days, which is interesting. It was right. 40 days. <laughs> and I was passing out, all Were this kind of stuff. Were you losing weight? Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was losing weight, but I was, it was awful. I mean, I right. was passing out, all kinds of things. And I was working at a radio station at the time, and I was doing the ad copy for a local health food store. And I mentioned to the guy what was going on with me, you know, I was like, aren't I on a wonderful diet or something? And he's, he's like... Uh, I think you need to go see somebody. There's a new naturopath in town. Why don't you go see him, you know? So I went to see him, but, you know, I, I still couldn't get better. And I, right. I told him, if I go near this stuff, I, I, I vomit. And he says, well, just vomit. Just do it. Just right. just let it go, you know? So I, so I did. And I went wow. to sleep one night. I'd just been vomiting. I couldn't eat. And I was just saying, why am I so sick? Why am I so sick? And Hawaii is a very spiritual place, right. you know? And I had this amazing dream where I met this woman who looked like a Hawaiian, old Hawaiian huna lady, you know. And I, 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 I met her and I said, well, why am I so sick? And she looked in a certain direction. I looked where she looked and I saw all these things in my life where I was not carrying out my, my spiritual beliefs in... In the other 
part of in the business life. setting. Right. Yeah, you know, I was holding on to anger and resentment, and you know, and competition. And all yeah, that and stuff. all that right. kind of stuff. And it was it wasn't serving me. It was making me sick. So and and I and I'd, I'd go see the scene that she said, and then I'd look back at her. She'd look in different direction. I'd look again. There'd be another scene played out. It was kind of like a life review. It was really weird. Well, we're going to come back yeah. from this next break, and we're getting into more of the. I like this combination of spirituality and business. So we're going to talk some more about that. Stay tuned to Business Buzz. We'll be right back. Astronaut Bob the Drop here. There's been a lot of talk about water found on Mars. Why would you go all the way to Mars for water when we have the best tasting water at Mount Shasta? It comes from our protected springs and is delivered right to your door. Great planning, Bob. Hey, where are you going with that? Those Martians are stealing my water. Guess we have some new customers. And anyone can get Mount Shasta spring water if they call us at 1-800-922-6227. Pure and simple, naturally the best Mount Shasta spring water. Scott Shaw Painting reminds listeners that more and more veterans are returning home. You know, these veterans have elite military training and valuable professional skills, so hire smart, hire vets. This message from Scott Shaw Painting, your local professional painter who can make your place a show place at a lot less cost than the companies you've called. We have a passion for perfection that can't be matched. So call 530-872-1738 for a down-to-earth price on residential interior and outside painting. That's Scott Shaw Painting at 1595 Beaver Lane in Paradise. Praise the Lord. I'm Sharon Knotts inviting you to join me and my dad, R.G. Hardy, on The Sound of Faith, mornings at 10, here on KKXX. If you are drawn to inspirational preaching, informative in-depth teaching, and biblical perspectives to current issues under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, then Sound of Faith is perfect for you. Because we know faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. 10 o'clock weekday mornings here on KKXX, Chico's Christian Radio. Welcome back to Business Buzz, Harold Littlejohn, CPA. Oh, by the way, since I mentioned my name here after the break, if you need any kind of help during tax season, it's getting toward late March, so uh, no guarantees on time-wise depending on how much work you have, but uh, we still could be able to get things done uh, by the 15th. We also could easily do an extension for you, and then we could do an even better job at lowering your taxes during the summer when we have time to figure everything out. If you're in the situation right now where you feel like you are ready to throw your hands in the air and say, I can't handle all this, give my office a call. The number is 895-3353. I'll get back to you. We can talk a little bit. And if you do need help, at the very least, we should probably be able to get you an extension maybe. But, you know, you got to talk to me about all that before we make uh, tons of promises. But I'm always game for getting a new client, helping them out, and getting to know them a little bit, even though it's getting toward the end of March. Just don't don't get uptight. There is the solution of the extension. A lot of people think extensions are not good, but in my opinion, there's many instances, and I've even talked about this on the show before, there's many instances where extensions are one of the smarter things you can do. And that'll be my last little uh, promo of tax season right now because this hour of uh, being able to interview Ariel Golden helps me to take my mind off of tax season for a little while, which is very, very pleasant uh, during these kind of days. Ariel, you have also, uh, just as an aside from the medical part we were talking about, you also worked for the IRS for quite a while in your yeah, career. Yeah, about, about 16 years, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, fascinating. Was it in one of those large federal buildings, or was it in a smaller setting mm-hmm. of an office? Um, both. I, I, I worked in big federal both. building stuff. Yeah, I started off on one of the 800 numbers, and I went into office audit, and then I, because of my background in media, I, I progressed to the public affairs officer in Southern California. Oh, great. I've always been... Uh, very happy with, you know, people make jokes about the IRS and all that, mm-hmm. but I've always been very happy, 
with the local people that I've known in the local office here in Chico, because we have one, some towns don't have their own IRS office. Mm-hmm. I've always been really happy, and we've always gotten along well with all the people there. Um, and also, there's times when I'll need to call the IRS for a client, and I'll get some really super people on the telephone mm-hmm. for the customer service. Yeah, people there, you know, I mean, it's their job to help people. Right. People think that it's the IRS's job to just take your money, and that's not true. It's our job to figure out what is the right amount of tax. Right. And sometimes that actually, in an audit, re- results in a refund to people. Right. There's times but, where people missed something, and you'll find it in mm-hmm. the audit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. It's, yeah. it's correct. Not to take more or take less. It's what is the correct amount. That's all that every, they're looking for. Right. Yeah, that's why I always encourage people, you know, don't ever be upset with the IRS. Be upset with the people who wrote the laws you disagree with. Yeah, and you know, that was not. that was also a thing, too. Once we went to talk to a congressman, they go, what kind of laws can we write? And we're like, please stop writing laws. <laughs> right. <laughs> <You know>? right. <laughs> Sometimes less is more. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you were in Hawaii, and you still mm-hmm. weren't healthy, even though, like you say, it's a spiritual place. Did you start integrating your spiritual side with your business side in Hawaii there, or did that kind of occur to you mm-hmm. later? Well, I tried to, and I thought I was, but I really wasn't, you know, and and so went back into the old patterns of, you know, and it, it, it's just like, you know, you go on a diet, and then you gain it back. You, you try to integrate, and then you forget and go back to the way everybody else is doing it. it you know, it's just because we fit into society kind of thing. Right. And, um, and it wasn't working for me. It, it wasn't working until I realized I really need to integrate all of me into what I do. Because it's like, well, why isn't this working? Why isn't that working? Well, because I wasn't completely present there. Right. You're, you were separating yeah. the business side. You forgot about your... Now, when you say being present, do you work on things like presence and present moment awareness? Is that something mm-hmm. that your healing work? is involved with? Yeah, because so often, like, you know, dieting is is the epitome of not being present, you know, and people who are in the diet mode are always not in the present. It's like, well, when I lose weight, I'll do this. When I lose weight, I'll do that. When I, you know, it's like, you know, (laughs) you got to be here. Right. I can't take care of my weight or anything else in the future or in the past or whatever. We got to be here. And that was what I learned about really being present with food because food is something that's real easy to go unconscious with. Right. I mean, when I was driving, you know, two hours in between cities to go from seminar to seminar, you know, I pull into a fast food place, you know, and, and get, Grab you know, burger the burgers and fries, and fries yeah. right? right? And I'm eating it while I'm driving down the road. Now, that is not being present with my body or listening to what my body wants to eat or when it wants to stop. Right. It's just that old thing of like, if food is presented to you, you eat everything until it's gone. Right. Because people, kids are starving somewhere else. Right. Right. You when you're a kid, right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. In your place. Yeah. Right. And right. so it, just with that. And so that's the greatest way to just not be a part of my own life. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, wasn't working. And as soon as, you know, and, and going to fast food places was one of the things that, that actually stopped happening naturally. Because when you, when I ended gluten. Um, you couldn't eat hamburger buns anymore. Right. Like, yeah. Right. So you go to In-N-Out for a, for a protein wrap, you right, know. Right. <laughs> but still, um, you know, there's just so many things that I, I couldn't eat. And sometimes I find things that I didn't realize. Like, for example, I have problems sometimes with generic drugs. And I don't know why I get like an allergic reaction to them. And I finally started looking at the, the uh, you know, the extra ingredients. Right. And a lot of them are filled with cornstarch. I found out I'm sensitive to corn oh, also. Yeah. So you have to watch what you take even in a right. medicine yeah. pill form. Right. right. And soy. I, I found I'm sensitive to soy. I'm one of the... Probably the only one, well, not the only, but one of the few people in the world who loves tofu just as it is. And I can't eat that. Right. I found I was allerg- uh, I was sensitive or allergic to soy, and mm. soy is in so many things, and it and sometimes it doesn't have to be on the label even. Right. It's in artificial sweeteners or artificial ingredients, artificial flavorings. Now, They're- are you also uh, in into the idea or looking into the problem of the GMO foods? Is that something you're 
mm-hmm. conscious of in yeah. your diet? Yeah, I try to avoid those. And um, basically, you know, the people I've talked to have told me that there is, there are, no, there's no soy or wheat in the United States that's not genetically modified. Right. That's grown here. I mean, I kind of figured that by now. It's yeah. spread everywhere. Yeah, because even... It goes from farm to farm, even if you try not to have it. Right, and that's ruined some of the organic farms, because they want to do it organic, but the pollen spread, right. and then now they're not organic anymore, so it's, mm. it's really sad. <laughs> and didn't the labeling law get, like, turned down in California, if I remember right? Yeah. There, there was some law that was going to say, it's got to be labeled if it's mm-hmm. gen- genetically modified. Yeah. But I think they declined to do that or something. something yeah, they, yeah, something it, like it, that. It's, it's yeah. all crazy. But, you know, right. I, I feel like we should have the information so we can make a decision. Same thing with, like, beer and wine and liquor. They don't tell you what's in it. I have never been able my entire life to, to drink beer. One or two sips, and it's like my stomach explodes. It just blows up. Right, and so I, there's something in it, but you yeah. can't even find out what it is because they don't have to label it. Right, but now I understand that most beers are made with wheat and barley. Well, that's got gluten in it. Right. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> but I only found that out by accident because it's not listed as ingredients. Right, right. So let's talk a little bit about this weight loss because you, you had gone through these uh, other, you know, like the MD who told you just don't eat for a while and all that, yeah. and it really didn't help you. But then it turns out that you start now. You really started to change your diet. I mean, when you kind of figured all this out, was that when you came to Northern California? Is that sort of that time frame? Well, because you were real sick before you I w- moved up here. Yeah, right? I was sick and messed up, and and you know, and I came up here not knowing what to do, and so as I kind of de-stressed a little bit, I realized, well, the doctors aren't going to help me; they can't figure this out. I have to be my own doctor. I have to help me, and so that's when I started experimenting with the different things I was eating and seeing if that made a difference. Because right, you know, and did you integrate the spiritual side in that? During that time? You... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because now it's like, okay, I have to be present with me and tune into me and understand that my body has a, a, a spiritual side that, yeah. that can link up, you know, and if, if I can link to that right. spirit yeah. and listen to it, it will tell me exactly what it wants. Now, on the other side of this break, we're going to get back to some more interesting insights. Astronaut Bob the Drop here. There's been a lot of talk about water found on Mars. Why would you go all the way to Mars for water when we have the best tasting water at Mount Shasta? It comes from our protected springs and is delivered right to your door. Great landing, Bob. Hey, where are you going with that? Those Martians are stealing my water. Guess we have some new customers. And anyone can get Mount Shasta spring water if they call us at 1-800-922-6227. Pure and simple, naturally the best Mount Shasta spring water. Canyon Creek Builders Incorporated salutes the men and women in uniform who are standing tall for our freedoms. This message is from Canyon Creek Builders Incorporated, your bonded, licensed, and insured general contractor for commercial, residential, and industrial construction. Call them at 530-534-4196 and arrange for a free estimate. Better yet, ask to see some of their finished jobs, because after all the talking clears, the completed project is what counts. Canyon Creek Builders, 101 Brayling Place in Berry Creek, 530-534-4196. How are you going to get to the Sacramento Airport? Use North Valley Shuttle. It's easy online at NorthValleyShuttle.com. Don't be that person who bugs their friends or family to take you. Book online right now at NorthValleyShuttle.com. North Valley Shuttle has added new departure and arrival times each week for your convenience. Serving Chico, Paradise, Oroville, Gridley, Live Oak, and Yuba City, Marysville. North Valley Shuttle gets you there quickly and safely. Leave the car at home and let NorthValleyShuttle.com do the driving. License PSC 20791. Open calendar. What's my schedule looking like? Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park and First Street. What? No, no, that, that doesn't work. I'm, I'm busy then. Decline. De- decline. Floods don't exactly work around your schedule. Disasters don't plan ahead. But you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait. Communicate. Get started today at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.
Welcome back to Business Buzz. Harold Littlejohn, CPA, talking with Ariel Golden. She also has, she's got a big process that you're writing a book about the whole process. Give us kind of an overview of what someone might learn when your book is available. I know it's not complete right now. What What's the process? What, what are some of the, you know, two or three big major key points that you could help people with if they're maybe overweight or they're stressed out in their business life and, you know, going crazy and losing their temper a lot and anger mm-hmm. issues. What are some of the keys that your book's going to talk about that are going to help people? Well, that part that I was telling about, about being present in our own lives, you know, and not saying, well, I have to behave this way because I'm at business in business, even though that's not the personal way I, I want to behave. It's like if we're in a business where we can't behave for what's right in our heart, then we don't belong in that business, you know? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, certain people shouldn't be like, you know, b- big negotiators in corporate buyouts yeah. or something. If, yeah, if, you yeah. know, if, it, if your heart doesn't sing to it, we got to find what our heart sings to. Right. And, and that, that was, you know, the first part, you, you know, just paying attention, you know, um, and understanding that we have within ourselves all the tools that we need to heal ourselves, to, uh, you know, to have great lives and everything. But we have to pay attention, you know, our, our intuition, our body senses, whatever it is that it is that's within us knows when we're in a good situation that works. We know when we're in a situation that, not, that doesn't work. And one of the reasons why people have a lot of stress at work because they're in a job that they can't stand. And, right. and that makes you unhappy. It compromises your health. And it also helps to put on weight, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> Food is definitely something people turn to right. in stressful times. Right, right, yeah. It's like, well, I had a really terrible day, but I know if I can go home and eat that fried chicken, mm-hmm. I'll feel better. Right. Something and, like that. And that was the other thing when I learned about being, when I started really paying attention, it was, uh, why am I eating? Why am I hungry? Am I hungry because my body's hungry? Am I hungry because I feel like, I need a reward or I want something to make me feel good. And it's like, you know, food doesn't really do all of that for us. Right. <laughs> we think it does, right. but it does But it's doesn't. like the best alternative sometimes. Yeah. Especially a busy business person who might be single and out on the road and all that. There's nothing yeah. else to do except eat. Right. Yeah. And yeah, you, you see, anytime you see somebody's been out on the road for a while, you know that they put on 10, 20 pounds in a year. Right. You know? Even though they're busy all the time, they're not eating right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Now, you ha- you do a thing called Reiki Energy Healings, and I have heard of that before, mm-hmm. but I'm not real familiar. So is there a particular process involved in Reiki, or is it a, a general guideline, or how would you help someone in that department? What would you do for them? Oh, okay. Well, Reiki, what Reiki is, is you're pulling in the... The healing energy of, you know, the hev- heaven, the universe, the universe, whatever, right. you know, you're, you're pulling in that healing energy that that is out there for all of so us. So you're teaching people how to like allow yeah. in how to allow that energy and allow it to flow to other people, you know, allowing it to flow. And, you know, and sometimes we j- you just do like when a big disaster sometimes happens, just sit in meditation and send that energy to whatever place right. where they're having problems. And again, it, it's, you know, really be that part of being present and understanding our own body and what's going on with it and fully understanding our own spirit. And so bringing that healing energy. Now, what I realize is another person can't heal another person. We have to heal ourselves, but we have a lot of tools that can help us. Right. And if we just start paying attention, it's just amazing how life can change so quickly. Right. There's one of the things, and I've... This is a uh, life radio station, and there's quite a few Christian-type programs on this show. I don't get into too much of the churchy-type things, but one of my issues and why I don't attend church a lot mm-hmm. is that the churches that I have attended, and they've been Christian and uh, uh, the denominational kind, mm-hmm. uh, I always feel like they're always putting so much of the God thing into Jesus and ignoring the whole spirit side of everybody. 
Mm-hmm. They kind of act like, I mean, it just seems like, I don't know how many, maybe some of the churches these days do, mm-hmm. but the alternative religions is what has appealed to me over the last 10 years because it mm-hmm. it just puts more that I can do here. I mean, yeah. do I, you know, in other words, it's kind of like the present moment thing, which I'm, I've been practicing a lot. Unfortunately, I forget to do it when I'm <laughs> in the middle of a work day. Yeah. Uh, one of my things is that the entire Bible theory of the second coming of Jesus is looking to the future for salvation. Mm-hmm. So right, right there, you're off the track if you know you need to be in the present moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're you're yeah. completely off track. Yeah, it's mean, like I'm, I'm doing I mean, this. It might not happen until after I die. So do I have to wait 50 years, 100 years? I mean, that... Yeah. It's a, it's the antithesis of the things that make me feel better. Right. And and really the goal of religion to be honest, we're all here. Mm-hmm. We're here on the earth no matter what. Yeah. The goal should be to change your mind enough to be peaceful, be kind, mm-hmm. help people, not be, you know, angry all the time. Right. And yeah. so, you know, it just it, some of the stuff that the church teaches just leads you to always be waiting and wondering and hoping and praying and mm-hmm. yeah um, you know one of the things that I've told people because I have my book called Miracle Business Method uh, one of the things I've told people in part of that is you're already there mm-hmm. it doesn't get any better than this so don't be planning for a better day tomorrow right you're in one right now yeah and that's it yeah, yeah. and if if you believe that we were made in God's image, then shouldn't we have the power to do all these things that we're that we're putting off into God or Jesus or whatever? Right. But the idea right. is, you know, I'm not going to say you know, God, but the idea is that we tune into that energy. Right. That we can be a conduit for that energy. We don't have to be angry and mean to people. Right. You know, we can instead channel that beautiful, loving energy into every aspect of our life. Right. You know. And when you say energy, spirit, energy... When we talk about God's image, people want to make that into a body, like the Jesus idea. Mm-hmm. But what about the thought side of it? You know, yeah. God's a thought, and we're a thought in God's mind. Right. But God's not above us. You know, He's like us. Yeah. We're like Him. Yeah. But it's not even a Him. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole thing is <laughs> yeah. the whole thing has been you know humanized, and yeah. it's just it's just kind of it's just interesting because for me it's just a I know that it's a path that I'll be on for the next however long I live, mm-hmm. I'll be learning and working at it. Sure. But I also, in my teaching, like you say about the present moment, I don't want to be learning and working at it. I want to tell myself I'm already there. Mm-hmm. But the world tells you otherwise every day. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's a very conflicted thing. So Yeah. But now, you give what they, you call it intuitive readings, Mm-hmm. Do you actually like ask questions of people or do you do this more spiritually when you're doing a reading? I mean, is it, mm-hmm. is it something like, I mean, it's not like a fortune teller. No, no, not that. No, the idea is to tune into spirit and uh, we, spirit has all the answers, you know, I mean, it's all there. And, and the idea, you know, the things that I don't like about a psychic reading is because it's like you're turning your power over to this other person who's supposed to tell you what to do with your life. And I don't think that's a good thing. The idea is let's reclaim our own power so that we can all tune in. So the idea is to not only give somebody some intuitive insights, but also to help them to tune into their own intuitive tools so they can do it for themselves and take responsibility for their own life. Right. And and really be who they want to be, the person that they truly want to be. Right. Yeah, I've noticed that once I stop the constant thinking mode and really sit and try to do the present moment like in the middle of a meeting Mm because like these days I see 10 people a day and it's always hectic but if I remember to do that it'll just make my whole hour feel so much better just to spend 30 seconds not listening to that person not listening to the words Mm -hmm. but just getting in tune with here we are in the room present moment you know and it just changes the whole mood of the whole next half hour when oh, yeah. you do that. Yeah. In fact, one day, which is, this is kind of crazy because it's worldly also, but one day I did that right in the middle of a, an appointment I was having with someone, 
And I spent one or two minutes really getting into that present moment only, Mm -hmm. not even listening to what they were saying. And I'll be darned, I went outside in my backyard. I think I was, I might have still been a smoker at that time. (laughs) And I went out in my backyard and there was a $20 bill on my back porch. (laughs) And no one's ever in my backyard. And it just kind of (laughs) made me feel funny because not that money is the answer, Mm -hmm. but in my entire life, I had never found more than $1. Mm. (laughs) So (laughs) I sort of, I sort of, I I sort of learned that as another lesson that if you do get present, Mm -hmm. things will go better, not necessarily money, Yeah. but you know, it could be money. If you, if you were a guy who, I had a client this morning that absolutely told me while we were sitting there. Well, first he told me he was going to need to write me a post-dated check. So I sort of sort of was getting the idea. Yeah. <laughs> and he told me while he was sitting there that he has medicine, because he's ill, mm-hmm. he has medicine he needs, and he's got to borrow 20 bucks from somebody. Mm. So, uh, you know, and it's not the normal thing I would do, but I, I opened up my wallet and I said, I'll add this to my bill on your post-dated check. Here's 20. So, I mean, <laughs> I was sort of like cashing a check for him almost. Right. But it's just the idea that uh, I've never had anybody say that to me during a tax appointment. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, this guy felt like he could say that, and I was there to help him. Hmm. And hopefully he got, you know, some help or some good medicine. But it's just things like that. So I just wanted to share the fact that I totally agree with this idea you've got about bringing the spirit between you and the person you're working with. Mm -hmm. And then they can end up, passing that along also so it's like yeah. a chain reaction and it's it's amazing also when you do that and you get because when you really go deep with this what i realized is that the only thing that's real in life really is love and if you can move to a place of unconditional love and forgiveness with anybody that you're with and particularly with yourself right. <laughs> myself you know right, right. Um, amazing miracles start to happen and people are so afraid like oh if you saw all of me you'd hate me you'd see all my flaws and it's like no when we see a total person right we love them more that's right that's (laughs) right we see the whole picture yes we'll be right back after our last break for our last segment stay tuned to business buzz be right back Show. I'm Scott Allred. I'm Ben Taney. And I'm Matt Four. This is Jessica Wilkerson, one of your hosts of Chico Now. A half hour designed for the community and brought to you by the community. Each day, one of our hosts will join with people from organizations throughout the greater Chico area. We want to let you know what's happening in Chico Now. So join us at 1230 Monday through Friday here on KKXX for Chico Now. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. I spent a lot of time in the garage, but even more time in the rain and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. And in 09, it was sparks from me, your chains, dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Welcome back to Business Buzz. Harold Littlejohn, CPA, talking with Ariel Golden. She has been through a lot of different things, and one of the things that's interesting today, which you wouldn't know because this is radio and there's no camera on me or her, she has her uh, little dog with her, and it's a very calm, polite, is that a dachshund? Yeah, long, miniature long, long-haired dachshund. Miniature long-haired, Okay. Tell us about your wonderful dog that's here with us today. 
Okay. Well, this is this is um, Chaya Mia. Uh, her original name was Mia, and I got her through the um, up in the uh, Northern California Docks and Rescue that's based right here in Chico. I've heard of that. Yeah. Great people. So I got her through them, and she was abused and neglected. She was five years old when I got her. She had, you know, some burns you can see across her nose and all. She's a long hair, and but she had like patches of hair missing, and her hair was so short that the groomer I took her to thought that she was a short hair with just you know long ears, but it turned right. out she was it, her her. Her fur was in such bad condition. Yeah, yeah. So you can see now she's got this full, rich fur oh, and yeah. stuff that we're going to yeah. shave off at summertime. But anyway, um, so she had a lot of issues, and we've been kind of healing together, you know. So, so does she? And does she? kind of need a lot of care and attention you don't yeah. leave her alone a lot Is that, yeah uh, it's hard to leave her alone because she'll start uh, hurting herself she'll she chews on her tail oh and, and because she was used she's something about her abuse in the past probably. right yeah well, and she was left alone sad. i think they put her in cages i think right. that they i think the reason why she's so quiet all the time is i think that somebody said that the shape of her nose it looks like they put a muzzle or something oh on her, you to know. keep her from barking or yeah something. Well, you know a lot so, of times you hear about dogs being abused and they're like those fighting dogs and things oh yeah people don't fight with dachshunds do no they? no not with no, this but, little thing no no, <laughs> no. I mean, I was just wondering. No. I think that they were trying to make money off of her because she she hadn't been uh, she hadn't been uh, spayed, you know, neutered. Oh, okay. So they were thinking of yet. maybe breeding and selling puppies yeah. or something. But they weren't feeding her properly, so I don't think she went into heat. And then they and then they started neglecting her, and then they were just going to get rid of her. And said, so, but she got rescued, and I I took her home. But she has taught me so much about what love is about. Wow. It's just amazing. I remember one day I was looking for something and in my house, you know, just, you know how you carry things from your childhood. You know, if somebody lost something, go storming around the house. Where is it? Who hit it? Who took it? Where is it? You know, they, right. and I, so I was looking for something I couldn't find and I was doing that old, old pattern, old script, just, right. you know, rah, 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 rah. And all of a sudden, I turn around, I look to where she is, and she's like in a little corner, and she's all shrunk up on herself, and she's shivering. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is awful. That's that's what you're doing to the people around you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just, um, I, I was just like, oh, my gosh. And so I just picked her up and hugged her and held her, and, and I said, I'll never do that again, and I haven't. You know, and so that's great. And that, yeah, and you were saying that's the only uh, pet that you've ever had as your own real pet, is right? That right. Because right. with your work of traveling and seminars and all that busy stuff, you mm-hmm. probably couldn't really have a pet back in those days. No, no, it wouldn't I, have been fair to the pet. No, absolutely yeah. not. Right. And it was a very unbalanced life that I was living. Right, it, it was, was very... all go, 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 and yeah. make money and all that. Yeah, and know. that. You know, it, it, in the long run, that stuff really just doesn't work, you know. It, well, it, it definitely it, doesn't work for your health. No, definitely <laughs> doesn't work, yeah. Now, you you also went to, uh, you went to Peru, and you had a few interesting things there that helped you with this whole process of healing yourself? Yeah, yeah. Down to Peru, they have the healers down there. Um, uh, like in, in the native, uh, the native Peruvian right, people? Right, right. And um, so you go to the curandero, they call them the curanderos. And like the people who cure? Yeah, 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 that's where it comes from. Yeah. Right. That's what I thought. <laughs> and they use different techniques, you know, because their philosophy of life is that when we get ill, it's because, not because there's something wrong with our body, it's there's something wrong with our soul, that we've lost part of our soul. And there was like, for example, there was a woman who came to the Curandero while we were there, and she was a native woman. She'd been bitten by a spider, and she was dying from the spider bite. And our guide was telling us, you know, she shouldn't die from that spider bite, but she's dying. And so she came to him, and they he did a ceremony for her, and it came out that she had cheated on her husband and was feeling extremely guilty about it. And then she was bitten, and it was like she had given up part of her soul because she was so guilty. So it multiplied the the illness she felt from the bite because of her mental side. Yeah. So so for the first session that she had with our curandero, uh, there were two guys had to carry her over. 
And Did then, she confess to this uh, cheating on her husband during this curing process? Yeah, to, she she talked to the to the, the cur- curandero. Was and the he, husband there? No, it was just her. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a little awkward. That would have been awkward, yeah. <laughs> but um, he recognized what it was and that her soul was missing, and he, he went and recaptured her soul and brought it back to her. So a few days later, you know, like I said, they carried her over the first time. A few days later, she comes walking back all on her own. She was she was healed. Wow. Yeah. So you've seen this actually happen then yeah. firsthand. Yeah, yeah. In a, in a quick fashion. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's, yeah that, that's the thing. The, the whole, like we were talking about the medicine idea, the whole physical American medical world has its mm-hmm. place like we were talking about. Oh, absolutely. Like if you break your leg, they can put a... Uh, yeah. put a metal pole or whatever they do, a rod. But they really do ignore this whole spiritual side. And in my opinion, it's because the world is a large picture of our own self. Mm-hmm. And our own self, our, our basic ego mind is constantly trying to keep us away from the spiritual side. Right. So the world also keeps us so busy and we always have a problem pop up and we're always struggling with a budget or something. And the world also keeps us from ever really looking at the physical, at the spiritual. It's always keeping us on the physical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like what's your blood pressure? Yeah. What's your cholesterol? Right. Even if you're healthy, you might be sick. So no, I, I I think it's really cool. Now, when you did this weight loss, because you had showed me a picture of you uh, from the past days. Mm-hmm. Tell us about how much weight you actually lost and describe how it was part of the process so it didn't happen overnight, I'm assuming. No, no. You it made didn't a new overnight. process for yourself. Right. Yeah. So I weighed at my top, I was about 250 pounds. And what's your height? I'm 5'3". Okay. That, I wanted to give people an idea that yeah. this, is, <laughs> this is not a tall woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I said it was a, a Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you know, right. he's, he's one foot taller than me and his weight is about 260. Right. So uh, I'm looking at him and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. The math doesn't work. Yeah. Right. So I'm half, I'm half. Of, You're half of what you used to be. Yeah. Wow. Half of me. Wow. <laughs> And, you know, and, and again, it, it was about looking at things differently because one of the things is everybody says you, they want you to lose weight. So you lose weight. But what happens when you lose something? First thing you do is you go look for it. Right. So we get, that's how we gain it back because, well, I lost weight. Now I got to find it again. Right. So the instead, whole theory of losing. Yeah. You got to find it. So it's not losing. It's about transformation. So let's transform anything that's excess into something else because we're all just you know, cells that are compacted, it's all energy. And so transform the energy. I was curious, the story when your dog was in the corner because you were running Mm -hmm. around, did you find the thing? Or if you didn't find the thing, did you not care so much? Well, at that point, I didn't find it. I hadn't found it. And then I stopped and, and comforted her, and we, I calmed down, and she calmed down. And, and then I easily found it. Right. That's what I, that's what I was kind of thinking. I, yeah. I wasn't sure, but, but I was thinking even if you didn't ever find it, you'd say, I didn't really need it that bad. Right. right. Yeah. It, it would have been okay. It wasn't worth that much. Right. No, right. it wasn't worth it. And right. Yeah. And it, it's like, you know, and also, you know, now, and also I t- tell people, like when I was doing seminars, people would say, oh, we got this employee that used to be good, now they're a big problem. I don't know what to do with them. There's such a problem. And the first thing I say to them, has that person gone through any health issues? And, they, and one time they said, oh, yeah, they were just in the hospital. They were just diagnosed with diabetes and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, have some, have some empathy, have some yeah, there's, compassion. There's a possible connection there. With, right. You know. Because when we're not feeling good, when we're in pain, I found, you know, that we're just not as pleasant as we can be when we're all in right. pain and not, you know and so and people take that personally instead of saying like oh okay they're ill and they're having a problem today what can i do to help them what can i do to you know see their whole person in unconditional love and forgiveness you know how can how can i see them as a whole person and not take it personally so that i can help them instead of just getting angrier and angrier and angrier and you know and then right. you know and the big cycle builds and you right. know, craziness right. goes on. Now, uh, I know we talked about the fact that the spiritual side uh, is really the one that's going to do all the curing. 
But do you notice anything different for you when you're in, say, Hawaii or Peru or I'm even thinking Northern California versus were you in an urban setting when you lived in Southern California? Were oh, yeah. Kinda, yeah. 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 In, do you, do you find city. the physical area does help you with your healing work? I, well, I, I think I, you know, like people say, well, would you move from there for you got all your family down there? And I said, well, I needed to be away from that intensity right. of the, the energy. Right, the hustle and the noise and the, Yeah, you know. because if I'd stayed down there, I still would have been involved with all the other things that I was involved with and I would have gotten intense again and I would have, you know, not integrated again. So by coming up here where it was calmer, less things going on, less activities, you always say, oh, there's nothing to do up here. Well, that's what I needed. Right. You needed it to be calm. <laughs> yeah, I right. needed to calm down. I needed that, that, that space to tune in to who I was, you right. know. So, and, and I, I went to have met my little, my little Haya Mia. Yeah. That, she has two names. Her, Mia was the name she had when she got here, but then she got real sick at one point. And so one of the traditions is to, when somebody gets really ill, is to change their name. Oh, Be- is that from Peru or Hawaii? Well, maybe? actually, it comes from my Greek heritage. Because oh, okay. <laughs> what they would do is if somebody was really ill, they would take their name away, give them a new name, give their name to a chicken, and then kill the chicken. Oh, so that, right. <laughs> so that right. way. Getting rid of the name. Yeah. Literally. Well, yeah, because if death was looking for that name, right. it's dead. <laughs> so she got the new name of Chaya, which is a Hebrew word for life. Oh, okay. You, you That's know. great. Yeah. Well, now, if anybody wants to get in touch with uh, Ariel for, uh, you actually do healing meetings. I mean, you can actually sit down with people. That's what you do, right? Yeah. And I can do that in person. I I live up in Red Bluff or I can do, or we can do it over the phone. And I'm looking also to, to develop some support groups. Right. Um, Like a group setting where you can teach people. Well, I want to make sure to get your contact information right now before the break will be coming in a minute or two. It's not that big of a deal, but I want to get this out. So if anybody wants to contact Ariel for some help, uh, the email is fullheart19101 at gmail.com. So that's uh, F-U-L-L-H-E-A-R-T-19101 at gmail.com. And um, well, I'm kind of interested now, when you get this book, are you going to use the book to do like healing meetings and things? Or are you, act- mm-hmm. you're, I mean, you'll also... It'll be on Amazon and Nook and all those things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but you'll actually take it around and use it, right? For, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I want I, I want to give people the tools that I discovered. Now, what I did was worked for me. Right. And I, you know, and I think everybody has to find what works for them. And what I'm hoping is is to give people the tools that they need so that they can find what works for them. Instead of having everybody tell us, like, oh, you have to eat this. No, don't eat this. And right. then the next day, oh, new study out. Now reverse everything we just said. Right. Now, yeah. you know, it's like if, you, if we're listening to ourselves, to our own spirit, our spirit will tell us, this will make me feel good. For example, I started, you know, those baby cucumbers that they have now? Right. I got some of those. I was eating them, and I was like, oh, I really like these baby cucumbers. And I just eat them all the time now. And I didn't know why. I just knew my body loved them. And I loved them. And then I found out, oh, that cucumbers have something in it that actually is very soothing for the stomach and for some of the issues that I had. It's right. like I, So it's like you found the right thing and, yeah. and it turns out there's a reason. Right. But yeah. I but instead of waiting for somebody to tell me you have to eat this or that or or don't eat this or don't yeah. They they change every two seconds. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 crazy. I learned a lot from my son because he's into the health and the fitness and all that, and I'm trying to lose some weight. I'm I'm always trying to lose some weight. That's why I enjoyed all this learning today. But one of the things I'm just learning simple things like eat protein instead of carbs, mm-hmm. and you'll stay more satisfied. Yeah, you know, well, it, it, yeah. it stays with you longer. And then yeah. eat the whole grains instead of the white grains. And I mean, just little simple things can help help you a lot. Yeah. So, Anyway, we're coming up to the end of the show. Thanks, Ariel. I really appreciate it. Thank Fullheart19101 at Gmail. Get in touch with her. She'll help you a lot. Get in touch with me. I'll help you a lot. Carol <laughs> Littlejohn, CPA. We'll see you next time. Thanks.
KKXX, Paradise, K280GL, Chico, and K283AR, Chico, Yuba City, Marysville. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump has unveiled new trade restrictions on China that would block about $50 billion in imports. The president signed an order that likely will result in new tariffs as punishment for China's trade practices with the U.S. Mr. Trump said he views China as a friend, but that the massive trade deficit between the two countries is out of control. It's going to make us a much stronger, much richer nation. Many lawmakers support cracking down on Beijing, but are worried about the impact on American businesses and consumers. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Wall Street did not like the restrictions, so the Dow Jones Industrial Average plunged 724 points, a loss of 2.9 percent on the day, while the Nasdaq dropped 179 points. The S&P 500 lost 68 points. The Senate takes up the omnibus spending bill now that the House has passed the measure. The Senate Majority and Minority Leaders like the